Hi, this is Aaron Eisberg Nog from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Beyond Trek. You can follow them on Twitter at Beyond Trek Pod and on Facebook at Beyond Trek Productions. Thanks for tuning in, and may the Great River provide. This is Beyond Trek Podcast, your source for Star Trek on social media and around the web. I'm Big J. I'm Watney. And I'm Dag, the Trivia Master. You can find us on Facebook at Beyond Trek Podcast and on Twitter at Beyond Trek Pod. Okay, before we start, I got to show you guys this. It's now I know it's the wrong franchise. It's Chewbacca. Got this from Mrs. Big J. I choose you. So this is, I've got my prune juice, Warrior's drink, right? <laughs> so we've got Star Trek Picard, episode four. This is the uh, the Fellowship of the Rings. Um, I'm sorry, not the Fellowship of the Rings, but the... <laughs> The, the the quest <laughs> continues. I, I thought someone would, would get that. We finally get to see the uh, Romulan uh, Elrond. Or, no, Legolas. Romulan Legolas. So tell you what, before we really jump into the thick of it, Dag, why don't you do a little play-by-play for us? And it, this, is, this is how I like to look at it. Like, you ever watch, you've watched football before, right? You've got John Madden. Um, you know, Al Michaels, you've got the play-by-play and the color commentary, and Lada can be Ed McMahon and just laugh at all my jokes. It, it, it might work. <laughs> well, Dag, why don't you start us off with uh, this most recent episode, and we've got some uh, some social media threads like to like to bring out as we talk about our reactions and impressions of this most recent episode. So well, uh, in this episode, uh, we get a hint of some stuff that happened on one of the relocated worlds that mm-hmm. uh, Picard and Rafi got some some Romulan refugees on. Uh, we get a hint. We get a little taste of Grandpa Picard. Uh, what would happen if Jean-Luc had a young child to read stories to uh, in young Elnor? Um, the first time we've seen that. And it is the... Uh, I don't know. It's it's really cool just to see uh, a little heartwarming moment there, and also you know that that scene definitely sets up um, the you know he shows up and everyone's like oh it's John Luke, and then fourteen right. years later he shows up and it's like oh it's a freaking Terran, great. So so they the way that I saw this was uh, he was he was revered because he was trying to lead the the rescue effort of the Romulans. That that's that's how I saw it, and he was almost kind of looked at as as their their messiah, their you know I, I'm not sure a folk of, hero. Yeah, folk hero. Okay, all right. Let's let's go with that. A, a folk hero, and uh, and then of course he, uh, he he takes on to this this young boy. Uh, everyone's excited to see him, and uh, he teaches him fencing, which is which is real nice, and reads him a story. Reason a bedtime story. It was a very touching moment. And this is what I really like about how we're getting into the the Romulan culture is we don't see them as the everyone has the bowl cut hairdo of the the TNG days. There's actually some some variety. Like there's some actual we can we can relate to them now. They have 
they have their different looks. There's some variety in there. Um, and, and then you're, you're right. Picard gets the, gets the message that, uh, that, that Mars was attacked. And uh, of course this is a flashback. This is all a, uh, all a flashback and takes us back to now, now we're on the ship. Now we have the, uh, the continuing quest. Yeah. Um, I still love the, the holodeck, the hologram characters on Rios's ship. Um, he doesn't have his, doesn't have his ready room. So he has to have his desk that he could sit behind and have everyone present their stuff to him or gripe at him or whatever. Well, nobody, nobody tell him he didn't, he never wanted the chair. He always wanted the chair. It's, it's his home away from home that, that he has now, which Wait, is... I thought he didn't like the Chateau. I thought he wasn't going to miss the Chateau. Oh, hmm. <laughs> right now. Hmm. Suddenly he, he does miss it, but he, he, this is one of the things that I like. So, and it's probably, it's not a big moment, but space travel is boring and they made it boring. Um, in a, a scene with the, uh, the doctor, the cyberneticist, and the and the pilot. He's just trying to read his book. Well, you can't get from. It takes hours, if not days, on some of these travels. It it's not go to warp and then scene wipe and you're there. Uh, you could be sitting on a ship just at warp for several days, and and of course you can't really. There's only so many ways you can depict that on on television. But I think that they they did a good job in this episode just with that scene, just showing that. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, there is just nothing going on. Um, so we get a little bit of time for for character development, and uh, Picard gets us back to back to the planet that he was uh, once on. Can I point out that this sure. pilot is basically Wolverine two Really? Thanks. So? What what gives you the Wolverine vibe? Okay, but in episode three, which mm-hmm. I wasn't here for that cast, mm-hmm. um, we, we walk in and we see him with a piece of metal sticking out of his shoulder. He's smoking oh. a cigar, which to, we thought was previously like not a thing in the, the 2390s at this point. Um, and he's like, oh, I need a shot. I'm going to throw the alcohol on my shoulder. Don't patch my skin up. I'm too tough for that. And he sit there reading a paper book and, and everything around him annoys him because he's broody and lonely and doesn't really wants to talk to his holograms that have a page of fresh on him. I'm like, yeah, real edgy. Okay. Uh, yeah, you Wolverine. Just admit it. Jeez. Well, I kind of, I don't know. He's a, you know, tough guy. Kind of, kind of like that about the character. It's not. He's trying way too hard. My brain goes to puns, and I, <laughs> I think Rios in Spanish means rivers, and so we could call him Riverine. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> That was insert stinker sound effect here. <laughs> There's all kinds of sound effects we put in there. Wah, 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 wah. So yeah, they're they end up they end up going to Vashti and Picard shows up and he's saying Jolan true to everybody, and everyone's like, We don't care about you, old man. Right. And he finds the warrior nuns and they at least embrace him. They're they're glad to see him again. Um and we find out that Elnor never got resettled. The uh the Mars incident caused Starfleet to pull completely out of the operation. And for two years, the Romulans had to sit there and figure themselves out. And they probably lost a lot more lives um, than uh, the 900 million that they had planned on resettling. Um, 
he asks Elnor to join him, and Elnor's like, no. <laughs> it's right, short. Right. Elnor's like, no, I'm out. So Picard goes and he does his this. I found this very to be uncharacteristically irreverent moment where he just grabs the Romulan's only sign, drops it on the ground, stands on it, and then walks into the Romulan only restaurant. It was very interesting. I was I was comparing it to almost an apartheid moment. Apartheid moment. Yes. Um, and he sits down. The waiter won't talk to him. This former senator comes up, starts a fight. And uh, they go out into the pit to to stab each other. Uh, Picard drops the sword, and uh, right like as a very noble bar fight was about to happen. Yeah, this is a this draw is a your duel. sword. That was somebody challenging you to a duel, man. <laughs> um, you know, and Picard is Picard's ninety four. He ain't he ain't gonna do this. He done. <laughs> um, and uh, just as our former senator goes to take a stab at Picard. Mm-hmm. Elnor shows up and just slices his head off. And that was interesting. That's a sharp sword. <laughs> that was a very sharp sword. Is, what, is that some variation of the Jinsu knife? I mean, can that cut tomatoes very evenly and cucumbers, Romulan heads, just whatever. Now, I, I think that some may believe it's a little corny to see this uh this shift in this show because i got a very lord of the rings vibe out of this which is fine i've got no problem with that i think that this is a an old-fashioned quest you've got to go to your different go to your different zones recruit the people for your quest uh i just i like the dynamic that that picard has with with this guy, I mean, this this very dangerous, deadly, uh, trained. Well, they don't really call him assassins. He's a he was a kid, yes, and he He's he still felt a kid. he felt let down. He felt betrayed by by Picard, and I, I want to read this for you real quick. So, looking at this comment here, and this is on a, a separate community called Picard. This is on Reddit. And I really like this comment. This is from a user called Money Power Nexus. I rate this episode a seven out of nine. And that was, oh, I think we forgot our disclaimer. So before you listen any further, there will be spoilers in this discussion that likes of you, the likes of which you have never seen before. I mean, we're going to, if you haven't seen the most recent episode, then do yourself a favor, come back after you've watched it, because we're going to just be giving up all the all the goodies and all the tidbits, un, unfortunately. Um, I mean, we did just do a run through, so it's a little late. Well, hmm. hey, don't hate us. The people right. who stuck with us through all this time know that we're all about spoilers, swearing, <laughs> spoilers, <and> wine, <laughs> blood wine, <laughs> or, or prune juice. From my it is a warrior drink. Can I, great. This is my Valentine's gift. It's adorable. You are wholesome, and we love you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can I? Can I just dive into this? Because I'm, I'm. If if you Let's anybody listening doesn't know already, I am a huge Lord of the Rings nerd. The Legendarium is my home, so I'm I'm a little out of my out of my element, but I know it when I see it. And this and. and <sighs> These warrior nuns thing, like the whole color palette that they were using, the lighting, the the you know the gray moonlit sky and these bright auburn leaves, and then the the costume design 
the way that they're talking, I'm like, this is Rivendell. I'm sorry. That's Rivendell. That's it. <laughs> there's, there's no way around this. They put the guy in like this, like half up bun braid thing. And his hair is long and he's basically yes. wearing, you know, clothing they might've borrowed from, from the Lord of the Rings costume department. <clears throat> yes. So uh, yeah, no, that was, that was almost a shameless nod, but I mean, I'm loving it because it looks great on everybody. <laughs> well, and while, I, yeah, you're right. I, I loved it. it. It looks great on everybody. I'd also like to point out that we're seeing so much more Romulan culture that is just fascinating. I love it. Soji's going on and on about Romulan mythology or, or they, you know, however they're going to call it, but they've got this deck of cards that was referenced in episode three. And now we see it again, you know, making a, a cameo in four as we are introduced to the um to Vashti you know that many years later right um and I I kind of watched how they were treating this deck of cards and I find this really interesting for a, a culture that focuses so much on perfection and secrets and and having mm-hmm. a huge network and still being really scientific much like their you know their sister planet they will never talk about um <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. We haven't seen it yet. Right. I'm surprised they're not as mad at Vulcan as they are as AI. It's like what? Where are the Remans? Jeez. Where are the Remans during this? Qu- the whole good question. Am I the only one to have thought of it? I don't want to sidetrack your your thing. That just you just yeah. when you said sister planet, that's what I thought you were talking about. You were talking about Vulcan, but you got me thinking. What about? No, that's a good point. Where are the Remans? Did they make it through the supernova? Did they escape early on? Did they sneak into the Romulan ships? I don't know how they would. They do look different. Or is it too much to stuff into the, this the story? Maybe it is. But the thing that we we constantly forget in like mm-hmm. in maybe old school Star Trek. I hope we don't forget this because old school Star Trek had this point just as much as right. this new stuff that's coming out. But in a lot of shows where you're like you get this one sample, this very tiny tiny sample of the bad guy society the bad guy planet the bad guy army whatever but we get like one or two people who show up and they might be nuts we get you know the the i'm blanking on names right now but um the the romulan lady who was ended you know was tasha's daughter um, Sila. and they're like yes there we go um and they're they're kind of hell bent on destruction and they're not very nice people. And the thing we keep forgetting is that Romulus was 90% regular people. It's the people we're seeing here. They're just trying to make their lives. They're just trying to, you know, do what they want to do in life. They're not here to take over the Federation. They're not here to, to destroy everything they see. They want to get coffee because it's a Monday. <laughs> okay. So I, I really love that we're a getting Romulan this in depth in the diversity. Day. All right. What? It's an Irish coffee. We have a lot of Irish Romulans, which is really cool. I love that they have different accents. They have different yes. different eyebrows, different ear shapes, different like prominence of the of the ridges here. Those are different northerners. Hair. It's amazing. It is. It's amazing. That's a whole people. Ah, sorry. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. You're right. It's a it's a whole culture, whole people. It's not it's not cookie cutter, typical, you know. Romulans, we we you're right. We are not seeing just the military like we had before. We're we're seeing more of the average standard person who's just trying to uh, to get by. And as we are talking about Romulans, so well, all the, 
excuse me, while all of this is happening, so we're back at the the Borg Cube, which I am jealous. So there's a club and a bar on this cube. They gotta Dag, do that raised an eyebrow for you. I got it. Well, you're right. They've got to do something for their free time. But... Yeah, they'll give you a mixed drink and a giant shot glass. It's called an assimilation tubule. <laughs> All right. Now this this man is how how do I mute your audio? That's uh that's two that's two puns. I'm I'll be night. here all night, That's folks. A, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you take tips? <laughs> Only as long as peanut butter. <laughs> as long as the tips aren't shut up. <laughs> now I, I've got to. I've got to tell you, this was, this was good. I want to see if you guys noticed this. Another post here. Now this was on the. There's a weekly discussion thread in Picard, on on Reddit. And so every week there's discussion thread, different users just discussing, you know, putting in things. And I always see some things here that I, I didn't think of or I, I didn't notice. So here's a user here. His name's Orion Zero. Anyone notice Soji do Data's sideways head movement when Narek said the Borg have rituals, like when Data was confused by something or needed to access information? It's the universal sign of cinnamon roll. It's the head tilt. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! Now you've got me thinking of Cinnabon, and I'm supposed to be on a diet. Thanks. That's you um, have to order one of those at the Borger Joint. Oh boy! <laughs> hey, hey! This I man live cannot with this. be stopped. What I live did you? With this. Yes, you you live with this guy, and and uh, but did we even introduce ourselves? Okay, I'm Big J, the the dad joke guy. That's Dag. <laughs> And we and we have loud A, so yeah. What what Watney dipped on us, right? You're the one. Watney was able to make it. We mourn her passing. Right, right. Missing this episode. Had plans or a social life? I mean the the dedication to Star Trek is yeah yeah. Watney's cool. Uh, she'll come after me later if I'm not careful. I wanted to say earlier that mm. that scene on Vashti felt. Gene Roddenberry's words were coming at me. It felt, for the first time in Star Trek, I actually felt like I was in a Western. This is a science fiction fantasy Western. It's yes. happening now. You've got Picard on the frontier with his band of outlaws on one last mission into the sunset. It's desperate. He's got his he's got his ninja <laughs> with him. Uh, his his warrior his warrior. Instead of the Native, Native uh, American, they've got the the warrior ninja. Well, you know, and like that's okay. okay. Don't don't discount Chakotay might show up. Oh god, no 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 um, no, no, no no no. Seven of nine. Oh. Seven of nine is the last in their band. And and she shows up like like that that drunken savior who who fires off screen and then waddles into the shot and goes, You owe me one, and passes out on the floor. It's literally what she does. It's great. <laughs> We're only missing Bash the Stampede. Wolfwood's already here. <laughs> you know what I, this is my favorite part of the episode. I think this is a franchise first. There was a space battle and we, we got to see an old Romulan warbird, like from the original series era. Awesome looking. It was great how they modernized it. But do you know what my favorite part of this whole space battle was? I want to see if you guys can, can guess it. Take a, the take Spanish a, gun hologram. 
No, no. Try again. Bag. What 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 is what is the first thing that's happened? What happened in this battle that I think has never ever happened in any Star Trek battle? No exploding we, consoles. We, we sliced off a nacelle. That was cool. But no, no exploding consoles with rocks no, coming. Yeah, no, that's no, true. No jumping away from exploding consoles. No rocks flying at people's faces. No right. fire. They finally perfected that that form of space conduit. They got whatever they need for power control that they didn't have before. They got now. But that probably helps because we don't have electric feeding displays. We have holographic displays. Right. I'm taking that to the Daystrom Institute. Right. <laughs> That's why consoles aren't exploding because they're holographic. Oh, okay. Okay. Now the, the scenes on the Borg cube are kind of creeping me out and not because they're just strolling around on this cube with their, their safe areas and pretty much relatively know that if, if I'm here, my little thingy doesn't go green. I'm okay. But this comment right here sums it up again, from the same weekly discussion thread, why do evil sisters always Cersei their brothers? I, I mean, if there is a, what is the Romulan translation for Sweet Home Alabama? Because it's, it's just, it's, the guys, Narek's sister, I, I don't know. I don't know, it, it's, it's just. I pulled the Cersei card while we were watching it today. Oh, did you really? Yeah, honestly, it's accurate, but in my opinion, Narek is still a wreck, and we can boot him off the cube. Right, right. Not alike. Yeah, he yeah. does not have redeeming qualities. We're gonna go for the redemption arc, and I still don't like him. But why? Okay, so let, let me ask you this: Why make the whole dynamic between between those two the way that is? I I really don't because Narek is gonna Narek's gonna turn around and save something. He's Zuko, man. He's being abused by his sister, and we're supposed to feel sorry for him. So that when he flips, when he flips on the uh, on, on what side he's on, he uh, we we don't feel like he's a complete piece of shit. Uh, That's some bull bird. Zuko is a classy gentleman. <laughs> I get what the you're abused saying. kid who was trying to hunt down the Avatar, and now we have the abused kid who's trying to hunt down Data's Avatar. Yeah, mm-hmm. but as at least Zuko's eyes were lined up. <laughs> he was animated. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This is a reference that I don't get, and I usually get every reference. <laughs> Our listeners will recognize that as Avatar: The Last Airbender. Speak. Really? Why would they? <laughs> <laughs> if you're a listener and you're offended by what Jay just said, tweet us at Beyond Trek Pod. Ooh. Let us know how you feel about this. <laughs> That's uh, that was good. That was good. That was a nice. That was a nice plug. Okay. Well, so I. I've I have heard of the show. Sure, I'm just you know don't know the the ins and outs. So, so in in any case, we've we've got the the quest is is taking off. And how do you guys feel about? So uh, Picard talked about data when he told told a story and uh, mentioned Spot, which was great. I really, really like all these little these little things are taking from the next generation and including it, including it in, and really making it a treat for um, for the fans that have followed the show, uh, especially next generation. And to take a character that was 
in one episode, season two of TNG, and the subject of a um, day in the life of Diary from Data, and and made him, and I'm talking, we're talking about Bruce Maddox, who wanted to study and disassemble Data, taking him and making him the the goal of the, or at least one of the high goals of the of the quest. To me, I think that that's that's satisfying for me personally as a as a fan who knows where they're going. But do you guys think that that can take away from the casual viewer? Do you, do you feel that, well, they're maybe digging too deep in some of these references and plot points that they're doing? Um, as someone who really vibes off continuity references, mm-hmm. um, they're doing it enough to keep me hooked. Uh, if they had been dropping, like, if, if episode one was cameos from everybody and references to everything, I think I would have been like, oh, overkill. But right now, I'm not getting enough. And the fact that, you know, Picard knows who Seven of Nine is, that's cool. It means there's a history there. And there's a little bit of, of something that I get to know about. And maybe that'll come out in the next episode. But right now, I'm that is cool. Yes, I'm thirsting. I'm thirsting for that last episode. The cavalry comes in, and we see the Enterprise. Oh, baby! Oh, we can only hope. We can only hope. I'm off the floor if that happens. I I don't know if we're going to get it, but that would be nice if we did. Which Enterprise? Sort of like a, a a older version, like older age wise of like Guardians of the Galaxy kind of vibe from all this because everybody's coming in all kind of like either swashbuckling or you know the nick of time and somebody isn't sober and everybody's <laughs> mad at everybody but we're still here doing it um <laughs> there's a thought exercise here okay the, the crew of rios's ship rios's rocket mm-hmm. elnor is drax he's not going to get anything but it won't go over his head because he's too quick um, Raffi is absolutely Gamora. Uh-huh. Oh, um, yes, yes. I, I, I want Picard to be Star Lord, but I'm not feeling it. He's a much older Star Lord. That's why I said everybody was older. Right. Yeah. Is, um, we can't hear you. Act- there you go. Oh, I could hear it be through the thing. Hello. Um, because Agnes is the the the, fan, the antenna. That girl. I I don't recall <laughs> the name. <laughs> Agnes is Mantis. Agnes is Mantis. Yeah. Agnes. <laughs> <laughs> Agnes is adorable, and I love her. <laughs> we 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 all need an Agnes. So right. Much. Right. We oh do. Oh my goodness. Um, it it's yeah. The Western thing is definitely definitely the vibe. As far as continuity, um, coming from someone who is only recently been filled in on all of these things because I just finished TNG two years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. And then uh, the movies to boot. Um, yeah, a lot of these things are like, you probably have to watch that to understand what it means. But I think it's a good idea to drop a few of them in there because if you get a few in there, you'll get more people who'll be like, well, what is that? I want to learn the backstory. And guess what? The content already exists. How about it? Um. It may be, you know, a draw to try to get people to 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 watch it more, to like it more, to go explore the um, the fandom and and the franchise and everything that's there. 
uh, which would be really cool because Trekkies are always like, draw new friends. They'd be like, y'all are missing out. <laughs> they, they are. They are. So let's, let's do this. Uh, now I have not, I know shame on me. I have not seen the preview for the next episode. I just, I like, I like not being spoiler spoiled at least for the next one coming up. So, uh, in regards to trying not to pre-spoil the next episode, let's give some thoughts and predictions on, unless you guys have seen the preview and you just know, okay, well, um, right, right. So, all right, I'll go first. And then that way, let's do this. Since I don't watch the previews, I'll make a prediction and you can tell me then on our next recording whether I was right or not. <laughs> so... What am I thinking is is going to be the next the next turn or the next twist? Uh, no hints, Dag. No hints. Rafi uh, has a gambling addiction. Right. Oh, uh, really? Uh, I'm I'm Not hoping really. we finally run into uh, to Bruce Maddox, who is the the goal of their uh, of their quest. Um, I am I am thinking that we're going to get more of a tie between. There's something fishy between the Borg and the Romulans, and I, I just something tells me that I, I hate to say it because just about anyone who brings up this theory just gets lambasted, but I just have this feeling that the, the Romulans and the and the Borg that goes that goes deep that goes back pretty far, and that they had something to to do with it. So. And and here's and here's the other thing. So hit, hit us up on Facebook, on on Twitter. Uh, let us know how you would like to see us handle the next episode, or what would be interesting to uh, to see or to cover. And like we've we've been doing, uh, we are hoping to get some of our listeners and fans to give us your feedback, uh, talk about the episode of that week, or the episodes leading up to it, or just anything about the card in general. Give us a one, two, three, or five minute audio or video of your own your own little thing and send it to us. Uh, now we've got you can send it to beyond trek productions at gmail.com. If it's too big to email, uh, and as in case it would be video if you did a, a video, just depending on your video, you can upload that. Uh, share the link with us. There's Dropbox. Google Drive, uh, all all kinds of stuff there. Or if you need help with that, just send us and shoot us an email or tweet us, Facebook us, et cetera, et cetera. So any closing thoughts? Let's hear the closing thoughts from you guys. I called that Romulan Borg thing from like 2,000 years ago. I called it. I, don't, I, I had that very same theory that I'm like, they had a run in with this before they even made it to Romulus. They, they just did. There's a crazier theory out there. What's the crazy theory? Um, it's not, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't remember the source that I got it from. Mm -hmm. It was online. I'm pretty sure it was on Reddit, Daystrom Institute or Picard. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the theory, it's a little wacky, even though it involves time travel, which you know, I love, mm -hmm. uh, is that at some point before the end of this show, uh, Dodge, ends up going back in time and being the first Borg queen. Soji? 
Yes. Sorry. Soji. Right, right. Sorry. Soji goes back in time and somehow ends up, gets assimilated and becomes the first Borg queen. Which I will hate. That's, I I can't. I want, I want the Borg origin to be pure and. Yes. If they do this, but I'm going to hate. No, I, I don't. I would have a hard why time. Why would you say something so controversial? Yes. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you do and that not, to us? And not true. <laughs> Blame Reddit. To be salacious. Credit Reddit. That rhymes. Oh, one more thing. Okay, you were talking about thing references that I, you know, too much stuff that I might be tired of. You know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of the word Vash. We have Vash. We have the Jat Vash, and we have this planet Vashti. What oh, is up God, with yeah. Vash? Why is this happening? I, I don't. It's, this is like this is like me when I'm role playing, and all of my characters have a variation of the same name because I'm just not creative enough to come with something else. Right, right. There's there's Dag, there's Gad, there's Agd, and I think that's it. But yeah, you're right. It's it's, it's like having a MMO player that has different variations of all the same. How did you know? I just guessed. <laughs> this is kind of like, maybe it's like a sub, maybe it's like a common thing in Romulan language. Maybe, you know, like how we have the suffix to uh, a town name is ton, you know, Washington, which isn't a town, but, um, <clears throat> you know, we, we right, do that right. a lot. Yeah, no, yeah, like Bill or, or something. Maybe it's just a really common thing in Romulan language. We don't know, which by the way, we get to hear a lot more of Romulan language and it is amazing. Yes. Love it. Ah, okay, we get we get some language, get some culture, get some diversity in the Romulans. It's it's all great. So stay with us. We're going to be doing this every week, talking about the next episode. Dag, I will give you one more corny dad joke if you've got one on the spot for this episode or Picard in general, and then we'll shut this place down. I'm putting you on the spot. See if you got one. The silence is deafening. You owe me a ship, Jay. <laughs> yep. That was it. We are beyond Trek Podcast. Lower your inhibitions and surrender your years. We will add inspirational and hilarious Trek content to your day. Your attention will adapt to subscribe to us. Resistance is futile.